Life's like a box of chocolates. Here in Shepherd, little spatulas, wooden spoons. It's a shepherd. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Oh, it's Chef Tales. Ooh. Kitchens can be scary. Yo, we could slip on some dairy. Oh no, there goes Mary Berry. Oh, it's Chef Tales. Woo! These are genuine real tales. None of them include the eight gaff mail. They are all Chef Tales. Ooh, Chef Tales. Woo! Every day he's making Chef Tales. Woo! Organising the private pie but don't want the hassle of cooking for it all yourself? Have you got a corporate event booked but not sure where to start looking in regards to catering? It's okay. Sweet as a nut has got this. Run by husband and wife team, Sweet as Nut Catering are an experienced wedding events catering company based in Ferndale with over 25 years of experience. Whether it's a barbecue that you're after or a hog roast, Sweet as Nut Catering will work with you to create something that you and your guests will love and remember. Pop an email to sweetisnutcatering at hotmail.co.uk or check out the website at www.sweetisnutcatering.com Sweet as Nut Catering, it's what we do. Welcome everyone on this lovely Wednesday afternoon. I hope that you're all safe and well. This is Chef. This is the Chef Tales podcast. As you're fully aware, I am your host, Maddie Boy, Bombhead. MJPJ, Matthew John, Philip Jones. My middle names are my granddad and dad's names. Philip, my dad, John and my granddad. Little tiny fact there for you. Anyway, um, work has really dried up for me. As in eight hours every two weeks at a care home, which is... Was, yeah, care home is literally like a minute away from where I live, which is, yeah, but that's nice, but obviously having... Only eight hours every two weeks isn't. Um, there's been 88 deaths in a week in, in care homes in Dorset from COVID-19. Um, and, yeah, that's uh, that's just in a week. So I, I hate to think about, you know, when they when they gave out, you know, that, that figure the other day in regards to, you know, how many thousands it was in care homes, but then, you know, have passed from COVID-19, but then... How many who didn't get te- who didn't have a chance to get tested ever passed away? It's scary, scary to think about. Scary thought. Um, I uh, I've been hitting it hard in the gym and running regularly. Uh, every fight I've been doing, I'm hoping to raise some money for the NHS. So I'm doing four, five k runs a week. I've done my first, uh, my first one last week. As in my first four, four five k runs, uh, I done, I done a five k two days ago. I was supposed to do one today, but that's not gonna happen. Uh, as I explain, um, I did circuit training last night. Now my back was playing up yesterday morning, um, and I shouldn't have done that class, but I did anyway. I have a habit of doing stuff that I shouldn't do. <laughs> I was going to I was going to do leg day yesterday, but I thought I won't risk it in the morning. I'll give I'll give my um my body a bit of a rest until the evening until I do that circuit cast. Paying the price for it now, man. Walking like a pregnant lady. Oh well. It's um exercise is my drug. Yeah, I get a buzz out of that. 
and um, you know, like I said, it's not always been like that. You know, I I've been a lazy fucker for years, but I've got um, I've got this bug, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop taking it. I'm not gonna stop her doing it. Um, if I am gonna be sneaky, sneaky about it, I might do some form, whether it's you know, however light it is today and tomorrow, then I will. <clears throat> this story is back in my high school days. An age ago, it feels, personally, I think that middle school were the best years of my school life that I enjoyed. Obviously, everybody's different. What about you? High school was when I first started smoking weed. Um, I was, um, I worked very briefly in a Chinese restaurant as a, as a KP when I was 12 or 13, something like that. They must have thought that I was shit because I wasn't there for long, a month maybe, if that. I got to try the food. I got to try different dishes at the restaurant, which um, which gave me a taste for it, I guess, literally. Um, I'd done paper rounds. I'd, you know, I'd worked for my dad on his milk round. My dad had a milk round, but he had his own franchise. He had it for donkey's years. And... Me, Luke, Tam would be on his round every Saturday. And the, Emma and Danny were never young, younger than that. Um, helping out. During the school holidays, I'd be on there, you know, well, uh, every day. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then we, do, we also you know, used to do the pools. The, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, okay, now the football. You know, betting, betting um, slip thingies every, every Thursday evening. You know, for, what do you call it, score draws and all that kind of stuff. Every Thursday evening, before, you know, this is before I'd done any other work. Anyway, I even recall setting scratch cards at, um, at one point for somebody. <laughs> yes, I can remember that. Anyway, yeah, where was I up to? 14 years of age was when I first started my job. It wasn't long before I turned 15. It, I was a KP at Wimbledon Greyhound Stadium which doesn't exist anymore now, which is a great shame. But on the flip side, the good news is that the Dons are finally going home after such a long time away from Plough Lane. I'm a Don supporter. Um, me, Luke and Danny were. Are, yeah, we, I still follow them now, AFC Wimbledon. We didn't um, follow in the footsteps of my uh, my mum and dad, who supported the Rip Roaring Blues, as my dad would call them, his beloved Chelsea. I'd love to um, go and watch Wimbledon's first game when they fight when they're finally back at Plough Lane, the new Plough Lane. I did have a season ticket uh, when they were when they were at Sellers Park. I saved up I saved up enough money and thought fuck it. You know, Luke and Danny weren't weren't interested, so I did just go on my own. I didn't mind it. I was watching my team. Saw saw one of my uh, teachers there. I didn't realise was a, a Wimbledon support. Garvey, Mr. Garvey. Who remembers Mr. Garvey? <laughs> anyway, now, all of my family, apart from my um, old man, had worked at the Greyhound Stadium in some way or another. Back then, I was a skinny little shit. I was skinny as a rake. I was 10 stone. There was nothing of me, literally. I did, um, I did have a, a bench, a workout bench, weights bench, weights, rowing machine, Back then, and I tried hard to gain weight and muscle, but I never could. I idolised 
Arnie back then. You know, the physique of the man and of course his films. Um, I even bought bodybuilding magazines for crying out loud. Anyway, um, I digress. The job was, um, was simple. An idiot could do it. Um, collecting the serving trays of and washing them up, basically. Um, my boss was called Gary. Um, no, sorry, not my boss was called Gary. My boss was called Gay. Not, uh, you're gay, gay. No, no, gay is in gay, a, a woman. Uh, her name was Gay. Uh, she'd worked with my older brother, Danny, at some point. Her boss was my elder sister's ex-boyfriend from a few years back, Gary Real. He was known as Tight Ass. Um, he was alright. He supported the same football team as, as me. I remember when we went on holiday, um, he, he came on holiday with you know, all of us and um, at a car caravan site. And, uh, and he ran out of the caravan and chased me because I kept on setting, off, setting the alarm off on his beloved Ford Escort somehow. Uh, he, um, he never caught me, obviously. Now, Gary's boss, above him, obviously, was uh, Simon. He was a greasy, slimy motherfucker. You know, when you instantly dislike someone, well, the feeling was mutual. I was working in this uh, fast food restaurant. I cannot for the life of me remember what it was called. Uh, in Wimbledon Greyhound Stadium, upstairs. And Gay, um, a couple of cooks, and her daughter were in the... And myself, obviously, we were working in there. It was burgers, chips, you know, uh, fucking egg rolls, bacon, you know, the usual suspects. They had the same thing downstairs, but ours had a um, had a bigger had a had a seating area. Um, I'd also work during the day on Saturdays, stocking up the restaurants and the bars, carrying kegs up flights of fucking stairs, man. Fuck trying to do that now. Up, oh god, like you know, fucking not like this. Not like the steps in fucking in the Rocky film, but a good amount of steps, I can tell you that now. Every Tuesday and Friday, an old girl, Rose, I uh, I think her name was, would uh, would want me to bring her and her old and her husband, sorry, a cup of tea over. So I was tea boy as well. I'd been working there for almost a year, and it was only then that I realised that she was calling me Mac. No, it's Matt. I remember my high school tutor from, for four years, Mr. Watkins, um, class teacher, maths teacher, um, saying to me, is this job really worth it to risk doing bad at your GCSEs? He was great old Watkins. He was a, you know, a gent. Now my old, um, my old China, my old mate, um, Usama Akari, the mad Arab, um, the wanker, it's okay. That, that's how we actually greet each other uh, on the on WhatsApp. I'll just uh, message him wanker with loads of R's or can't. Um, yeah, and then he would just reply with that back. <laughs> now, he he um he came to work with us at the um at the Greyhound Stadium, but he didn't last long. I I, thought, I reckon it was I don't know a couple of weeks of that. He had a laser pen and then I uh, decided to sh to shine it in the. Uh, 
eyes of um, Gay's daughter. Taxi for Mr. Akari. Um, one girl in the bar, what well, girl, girl, woman, uh, we used to call Horsey, but not, uh, not to her face, of course. Now, from behind, she was toned, she used to always wear like, a dress, you know, black dress. Um, she was, uh, yeah, she was toned, great bum on her. One of those, you think, oh, yeah, she's a bit right. She turned around, and yep, you guessed it, she, uh, she looked like a horse. She had a mouth like a horse. Poor, poor love. Um, highlights of uh, being 16. Um, not sure if it's a highlight as such, but I am. Um, I popped my cherry. My first girlfriend. Yep. I lost my virginity to Darlene Turner. <laughs> Uh, it's funny because I, I was looking for, I was trying to remember her surname, asking my brother and, and Sama, and and they both were like, oh, fucking hell, mate, I can't remember. And then Sama decided to say, didn't you both fuck her? And I went, what? No, mate. When did that happen? Are you winding me up? Anyway, <laughs> I was quite shy when we, when it came to girls. My first crush was, was on my primary school teacher, Miss Coles. In middle school, I liked a girl four years older than me so I told you that I like I'm old older old older I might have mentioned that one before but anyway nothing came with that one obviously she thought I was cute I was always bricking it when it came to asking girls out um Darling came to work at the Greyhound Stadium in the um, in the yeah the bit that we were working in the, you know, the fast food restaurant she was 18 our first date was to go out and watch The Wedding Singer in Pearly Way Cinemas Great film. Um, she told me, so yeah, I, I got off of her that night and that kind of stuff and we were going out. She told me to tell her dad that I was 18. I thought, what? Why? I don't even think he actually asked my age. He might have. She lived in Car Um I remember us both getting drunk. Um, this is down, well down the line anyway. At, hers, at her place and whilst getting off of her, she fell asleep. Charming. I think I spewed up in her kitchen sink. We went out for a while. I think it wasn't great. We argued far too much. Not a perfect match. So we called it a day. So she uh, she, she moved on to the bar instead. I was always late. Um, when I uh, worked in the evening. I'd get the bus in. I suppose to start at 6pm. But I'd turn up at 10 past every time. A simple thing like getting the earlier bus never occurred to me. Speaking about al- alcohol, it's time for another pissed up story. Pissed up stories. Pissed up stories. Just a very, very quick story involving myself and alcohol. I can't promise that'll be interesting. Yo, you might find it very dull. So, we've had pissed up story number one. Paper suit. Pissed up story number two, pulling a cray. Pissed up story number three, untitled. <laughs> All right, this story is back in, uh, I was about to say 1975 then. It's <laughs> before my time, literally. This story is back in 2005. I was um, I was looking to date uh, another Polish girl, Anna, her name was. She was tiny, very pretty, and she was she had a really nice bum. Uh, we all, as in the, the workplace I was at, at the time, decided to go out uh, to a club. 
No, it wasn't uh, the venue, thank fuck. It was Berlin's in central Bournemouth, which uh, which doesn't exist anymore. Got 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 knocked down. It's quite a big, well, no, decent, decent, decent uh, size club. Um, anyway, so we'd gone there with a few of a few of the mates, her mates. We had some drinks and had a dance, and one of her so-called friends was getting a bit, a little bit too chatty and a little bit close for my liking. So um, I think I suggested to her that we, uh, that we move on to another place and go elsewhere. So we um, so we headed for the door, and uh, and that was when uh, I think our friend took her by the hand. I got a bit jealous. And I went, "Why do you want to go with this idiot for?" And his his epic reply was, "Oh yeah, you're an idiot." We ended up in there in a shit scuffle um, like I said right in the entrance of the of the place and then the bouncers threw us out or bouncer threw us out now I'm I might have said some shit to the bouncer as well most probably I never after that when I got chucked out I never saw Anna and her friend after that I was uh, I was the other side of the road from the uh, from the club what happened next I, I cannot explain obviously um the club's still open and there's people queuing outside to get in, you know. And it's, you know, it's, I don't know, 12 o'clock. I, don't, I can't remember what time it was. Yeah. And then um, I reach into my pocket, into my pocket of my leather jacket, and I discover that I've got a good amount of paintballs in my, in my pocket. So I decided to throw paintballs at the bouncer. Not straight, not all of them straight away. One by one, I'd be hiding behind something, and <laughs> I thought it'd be fun. Throw, throw one at him, then you know, and hide. Throw another one, you know, and, that, and another one, and then I'll, well, maybe obviously a couple of them hit him, and uh, he had enough of my shit and started to run after me. Fuck! I thought the problem for me was instead of running, instead of turning right and going down the hill into Bour- into Bournemouth Square, and then I had options of where I could run into Bournemouth Gardens and uh, get away from him, I ran the opposite fucking way. In a really, really heavy, heavy, really, really heavy leather jacket. So I was like a fucking snail running. So he caught up with me easily, got hold of me, or put me down anyway, got hold of me, got hold of my legs and my feet and dragged me back to the club, you know, a good hundred yards away. My face was all grazed up. I got arrested for drunken... And disorderly, obviously. Funny thing was, I wasn't even drunk. I just um, flipped for no reason and thought paintballs would uh, be the best option for the uh, bouncer. There you go. There's a very, very short pissed up story. Pissed up stories. Yep, that one was embarrassing. Who am I kidding? They're all embarrassing. That's why it's called pissed up stories. Right. Um, I remember when the guys from the stadium, from the Greyhound Stadium, um, took me to the pub for the first time. It was me, Wayne, the barman, the bar manager, David, who was uh, basically Penfold from Danger Mouse. He's five foot, if he was lucky, and he was a spit of him. I mean, he even dressed like Penfold. The first time I tried beer, I hated the taste of it. I literally did. Um, but to be manly, I suppose I, you know, I drank it, but. Um, I think I was sick at the bar. 
I think maybe I just thought too much about it, like I always did, well, like I used to, and that was the end result, you know. Never was never really, in my teens, I was never really a fan of beer. Um, one of the dog trainers at the stadium had a daughter, and, and she was gorgeous. Miriam was her name. I can remember just like, you know, standing there in a, in a daze, looking, from a, looking at her from afar. I liked her fucking big time. Stalker alert! I plucked up the courage to give her a birthday, because I found out it was her birthday. I plucked up the courage to give her a birthday card. Nothing came of it, obviously. You know, I wrote a load of shit in it with my terrible handwriting. And it's still shit to this day. <laughs> my handwriting. Going back to my, um, going back to my school, my last year, my last year of school, sorry. <clears throat> Pardon me. I had been introduced to weed by some school friends. And I was a pothead. I remember my last parents' evening of all of my teachers distinctly. This one with Miss Lowry. Do you remember them? Do you remember? Oh, who could have forget Miss Larry? Huh? She was five foot tall, a really well spoken woman, and and literally the first words that came out of her mouth was, "It's such a shame, a waste." I think were her first words to me and my mum. <laughs> she then proceeded to praise my brother Luke like the sun shone out of his ass. We we left, and then my mum went, that was a bit harsh. <laughs> she said to me, I'm not half, mum. I'm not going to make excuses. You know, World Studies and RE bored the shit out of me. Yes, you know, that's what she, she taught. I was smoking weed on a regular basis. and went to Here's to you, Miss Larry, you bitch. Right, anyway, back to the story. Um, I heard a rumour that Simon... Um, was a bit of a cokehead. So I um so I put a line of salt on a uh, on a bin and I asked if he wanted a line. I don't know if he heard me, because he didn't say anything. Um a guy called Richard started working there at the um stadium. Alright, dodgy looking fucker. Yeah, had a crater face on him. Yeah. He um I think he ended up dating Horsey, you know, I think they were made for each other. Um, he'd been there a few months. Um, been there a few months, and I don't know how, but I got chummy with him, cause he smoked weed, I think. Anyway, um, me and him during the day went to the gym. Uh, yeah, literally just around the corner, um, to the bar, and um, obviously we were drinking, and he was betting me at pool, and I lost a fucking shitload of money. And I got absolutely drunk. And uh, and then we went back to work. Drunk, obviously. I fell asleep in the toilets. Um, and I was laid off. And, uh, and he wasn't. Boom. I think Simon had something to do with it. Anyway. Now I've got a request from my nephew, Connor. The worst customer I've ever had. Well, I don't know about ever had. That's, that's probably, you know... That's uh, ever worst customer I've had, or you know, my catering company cafe because I've got a cafe, but we don't um we don't run it anymore. Uh, or in general, well, I might make it a weekly thing of this. I'm not sure. We'll see how this one goes and if you like it. Last year we had a barbecue booked for a burger. Last year we had a barbecue booked for a birthday out in the New Forest, at a massive house in the middle of nowhere. Me, Lynn, and Dave 
the in-laws uh, were doing the function. It was a scorching hot day. We were, we were a bit behind in regards to being ready. And uh, I remember running around, getting things together. And it's, oh, it's one thing I can't stand. It's being late. With food, definitely, anyway. I can't stand being late. Anyway, um, one, of the, one of the guests took a liking to me. He started asking me a lot of questions. He reminded me a, a bit of a, Gok, a bit like Gok One. It's all about the, it's all about the confidence. <laughs> he asked if if I could if uh, if he could add me on Facebook. I said, well, just look at our catering page, and that was it. He was like a fly around fucking shit around me. The birthday girl was lovely. We had some lovely comments about the food. I was offered a beer or two. Uh, and was beginning to clear up and pack away. As I was collecting some more stuff, two guys were stood about 10 feet apart, one had a baseball bat, and as I walked past him, he uh, he swung. I was behind him. Uh, and he, and then his mate went, Watch out, mate! You know, he hit that guy! Well, it, looked like, it looks like he needed it. He might under his breath. And I thought, I can't believe what I just heard. I waited until we had finished clearing up. Thanked the birthday girl for having us. And then went over to the prick. I was calm. Yeah, nothing bad was going to happen. The mother-in-law was stood next to me. I told her, it's all right, I'm just going just gonna to talk to him. And I just looked him dead in the eye. And I just went, a little bit of advice for you, mate. If you're going to insult, if you're gonna insult someone, maybe do it when they can't hear you. He stood there, jaw open. Nothing to say, fucking cock. Just writing this now, I didn't realise at the time how much Chris, my stepdad, was a big influence in me getting into the catering trade. He was a good cook. So was my dad, from what I can, you know, from what I can remember. Chris's mum, June, was a good baker, and he liked to do it, and he liked to do it as well. I was, um, I was the first out of the brothers and sisters to ever meet Chris. I played football with his son James in the Sunday League team. And Chris saw that I had an interest for cooking and for helping out, you know, when, you know, in the kitchen when it was dinner time, setting up the dining table. You know, and I used to do that with my, my old man was there. Me and Chris would, would make stir fries. He was a Ken Hom fan. I, um, I remember when he bought me a meat cleaver and thinking, I'm liking this, 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 this chopping and cooking malarkey. I could get used to this. A friend said to me the other day, am I thinking of changing my career as the biological clock is ticking for all of us? Why would I, mate? I said, you know, this is all I know. And then, and then I waited a second and I said, but, um, then I said, um, but I did look into possibly doing a bit of fitness instructing and see how much the course was. A laugh came after that. And then he said, <laughs> but don't you have to be fit to do that, Matthew? Look, hey, look, you asked me, cunt, what, what I would do, instead, what I'd want to do instead of chefing, and I fucking answered. The guy is an elephant. He never forgets anything. We were playing Poker Face, um, the app, a, couple, a group of us uh, a few days ago, and he had to dig about when I never made it to his wedding. 
I had a, I've got a good excuse, mate. I think, well, I don't know if I said that, but I go, my wife was about to drop, mate. She was heavily pregnant. One of my friends said, yeah, well, I mean, heavily pregnant. He was, he was, uh, May the 4th was when he got married. May the 20th is when my, my boy Cobra was here. You had loads of time, said one of my friends, um, <laughs> jokingly. And then, and then the next thing was, that meal was 75 pounds, Matthew. You know, that fucker brought it up. Get over it, mate, for fuck's sake. It's like seven years ago, for crying out loud. If, you know, if I was going to hold grudges, then I'd hold grudges, you know, my best mate, the Arab, Sama, let me down on my wedding day when I asked him to be my best man. And, well, he didn't let, well, he didn't let me down, he let me know. But, you know, a month beforehand. And I had to make do with Tammy's ex-husband. Which, you know... In hindsight, I would have asked Luke to do it. Okay. Oh, yeah. But it's 10 years ago now, so a bit late. On that note, I'm going to leave it there. Actually, I've just remembered the restaurant was called M&J's in the, in the Greyhound Stadium. How fitting, huh? <laughs> and, um, and it's also like when I first got introduced to uh, the Wu-Tang Clan, Back from the 36 Chambers, that album, fucking brilliant album. When a uh, when a kid worked with us worked with me as a KP, I uh, saw so, yeah I was into hip hip hop blah, 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 blah. into hip hop before that but yeah that album brilliant album anyway don't hold stupid grudges stay safe I'm your host Maddie Boy MJPJ Bombhead Matthew John Philip Jones stay safe peace. Life is like a box of chocolates here in Chefburg. Little spoons, wooden spoons, it's a chef blur. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Chef tales, woohoo. Kitchens can be scary. You could slip on some dairy. Oh, look, there goes Mary Berry. Chef tales, woohoo. These are genuine real tales. None of them include ape Gareth Bale. They are ooh, chef tales, woohoo. Every day he's making real chef tales, woohoo.